Hey, welcome back to Also Random But Not, a podcast about synchronicity and the conversations that come from those moments. I'm your host, MC Davis, and uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, Today's podcast is really built around love. I know most of us can probably relate to love in a way that makes sense to them, meaning that we've all, at some point in time, fallen in love or we've fallen out of love. And, um, you know, we kind of go in between the, the in love and out of love. There was this, this gooey space of all the chaos that we have to endure through love. And I say chaos and not in a negative way. I think chaos is sometimes necessary to kind of get through the chaos of chaos. Uh, I know that sounds a little weird, but uh, anyway, the idea is that <laughs> this, this kind of middle phase of, of love uh, is often where synchronicity kind of guides us the most. And I was reading a story a couple of days ago about this concept between, you know, meeting the right person. You know, you may meet somebody at the grocery store. Uh, that person may have the same name as your mom. Uh, you may have the same name as her brother uh, or whatever the partner that you're looking at. But at the end of the day, these, these, these moments of like, oh, wow, we, 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 this is destiny. We definitely met here, um, aisle six at the grocery store, um, you know, for purposes that were that were above us. And so you begin the journey of dating this person, and uh, it may go on, and it's great. You're, you're, you're finishing each other's sentences, and, uh, you know, you, you, start, you, may, you may even start a family. You may even create life through this um, love affair that's, that's beginning to happen. And fast forward a year later, and you're going through divorce court, and this person's the worst person ever, and you're suing, and she's suing, and they're suing, and everything's kind of just showing up in, in, the, in the most horrible way. That, too, is synchronicity relative to um, how we have allowed things to kind of in, invade us uh, and interrogate us through love. So what I'm getting at in many ways is that I've been in love probably only a few times in my life. I've been in many relationships, of course, um, and just going through this life and, and uh, you know, a guy who's in his mid-40s-ish, uh, um, has, has still, I'm still learning. I'm still learning how to meet myself at the moment where those signs start to show up. And some of those signs are, like, written in Sanskrit. I have to decipher and have to go through the the, you know, the decoder ring just to understand what these signs mean. Uh, I meditate every morning asking for more clarity. Because if I want love, I want love in the language that I speak. And I want love in the language that I can relate to. And I want love in the language that makes the most sense to me. I don't want to, I don't want to have to go find love or be interrupted my, you know, be kind of introduced to love rather and have to go through this work of deciphering it. Oh, gee, it's so it's so exhausting. Even saying it out loud like that makes me want to puke because I realize I don't want that kind of love. I want a love that I can just bake into. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean I don't want to work for love or I don't want to have any, you know, I think there's blood, sweat, and tears in every aspect of our life. I think that there's healthy versions of all of those things. And I think love can be very healthy in that way. But when I listen to the universe, so to speak, and let the universe kind of project itself through me, and let the synchronicity happen naturally without me having to kind of think about things. Um, I have found that it is much easier to get out of my own way and and let it become what it needs to become. 
without my judgment attached to it, then it's, it's, it, it, it's less, I'm not, I'm not digesting as much. I'm not having to go through this, this, this kind of Sanskrit approach, uh, hieroglyphics approach to understanding what the universe just gave me. So in other words, I am still unpacking the things that are around me and attached to me. And love affects me so much more than it has now than it has before. When I was younger, you know, 20 years ago, you're, you're just you're just bumbling through. <laughs> you're pressing a lot. <laughs> you're pressing a lot of the I believe button during that time. And now, you know, I'm, I'm just asking myself, my, you know, is this worth my time? Because now time has become this magical currency that I need to really hold on to and be OK with. And not again, not give it that judgment call. So my point in love is, it is it is this kind of this beautiful space, and and, and our our youngest our youngest people, and they show the most tender version of that. And we all know why they're not they're not paying bills yet. That's what's happening. When you start paying bills, then you start to realize, oh, maybe life isn't that. Maybe life isn't that. That, that that cute anymore. Maybe it's not that warm anymore. So maybe I'm going to love differently. And that's what happens. I think we start to love harder. We love with expectations. We love with conditions, of course. And we we love with the idea that whenever synchronicity shows up in our lives, we question it at the door. Synchronicity could show up at your door with a bag of money and, you know, the keys to a new house and, uh, you know, all the things that you want. And, most of us, and I, I'm speaking for myself mostly, I shouldn't say most of us, but I think I would be like, well, did I ask for a white house or a blue house? I, I don't know. Take it back. <laughs> I mean, it's silly to say it that way, but it is exactly what happens when synchronicity brings us love. Often we, we, we say we want somebody who's reliable, who we can trust, but we don't want them to be taller than 6'2". Oh, we don't want that person to have a job working at the quickie mart. Because we want that person to be, uh, you know, successful and, and have all these, these tenets. Uh, and often that's what happens. We fall victim to the, to the specificity of love and, and what we want in, in a person uh, that we cannot and, and have never asked of ourselves. Um, I have so many friends in my life who ask for love but have never loved themselves in the way that they're asking. And that's another example of the, the reminders that you get in life. Sometimes reminders that come through synchronicity are just those reminders that say, hey, I need you to slow down. I maybe need you to kind of like really think about um, what, what we're doing here and what you're asking. Because what you're asking of the universe, which will always give you what you ask, um, you may not want it when it shows up. You may not be prepared for when it shows up. You may not want the things that come along with the responsibility of what you're asking when it shows up. So it's important to not just listen to your heart, as they say in every pop song, but also listen to whatever is impacting your heart. And that may just be you uh, impacting your own heart. And I know part of the journey of being a human is to experience, experience, and experience again, right? And that's sexy to me. Like, I can live that life, like, 100%. But I also don't want to just live and experience and live and experience forever and a day. I want to slow down a little bit and, and smell the roses. And so synchronicity as a reminder in this regard gives us that, gives us that pause, gives us that moment to, to reflect. 
And love, in this way, is no different. I mean, there's so many things out there that show up in my life that I'm, I'm just so... I'm, I mean, I met a person the other day, and this person was speaking to me uh, because they're from the South, and I'm from the South. And they were speaking to me, and I thought, wow, you're just giving me my best life. And I felt good about that, and I felt connected to that person, and that person made me a Southern meal, and I felt connected, connected to that. But something wasn't syncing up, and it wasn't love, it wasn't about the love anymore. It was about this, this lesson in between, this in between this part of it. So what I've learned in love and what I've learned in synchronicity and the marriage of these two things is that there is an in-betweenness that we have to also look at and analyze and really think about and give weight to and interrogate and be okay with all of it, no matter how it turns out. You know, that's the part that you have to learn Um and I have, I've had to learn my entire adult life is to embrace this discomfort. So I think that what I've gotten, what I've gotten, is that even a way to say I've gotten what I've received <laughs> from this world uh, relative to synchronicity and love is, again, a pause. And to ask myself, do you remember when you asked for this? When it comes to the door, I have to ask myself the question, do you remember when you asked for this thing to show up? That's built in your specific, your, your very specific terms, and and you know you ask for something that's going to show up and be honest. Well, here it is. Now, do you actually believe it when it shows up? So I have battled endlessly with that. Like I have to believe it when it shows up, and if it, even if it doesn't make me feel good, I have to believe it when it shows up. So. Anyway, that's my cue. I'm out of here. Thank you so much for making this podcast so beautiful. Your feedback is beautiful. I love you all. Please join me for the next segment, and I cannot wait to see you again or hear you again or talk to you again. I'm out. I'm out. Bye. (laughs) 